Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Use Your Powers for Good. I'm your host, Carolyn Ophamozell, and I am so glad that you're here. This is a podcast to inspire leaders, managers, and supervisors to use your powers for good and put more kindness into the world. Today's guest is Myrna Nejat. Myrna is a talent acquisition specialist with over 15 years of experience working with Fortune 500 companies. She partners with mid to executive level hiring managers on finding the best candidate for for their open positions. Myrna encourages job seekers to be authentic, confident, and passionate. She's inspired by people's unique path and the journey that will drive them to fulfillment. Today, Myrna is going to take us behind the curtain. Woo. <laughs> for, some, <laughs> for some recruiter insight that you can position yourself to get and so that you can position yourself to get and grow the job and career that you want. So welcome, Myrna. We are so glad that you're here. Thank you for having me. This is fantastic. So tell us about your work as a talent acquisition specialist. Sure. So my role is to speak with hiring managers that have open positions on what they're seeking for that open position. Um, And I'm also speaking to job seekers all day long about what they're looking for, what's going to be the right match for them. What um, I think might be most surprising to people is that when I do speak to hiring managers, um, the job description is either more flexible than that those people might imagine or might be more narrow. So my job is to really create that um, that that um, relationship on on making that perfect match. Awesome. So, what are hiring managers looking for outside of just like your expertise? Right. Um, I mean, there's the, you know, to your point, they're looking for the expertise. They might be looking for particular years of experience or a particular skill set. But I'd say outside of that, there are three things that really come to mind. One is they want to hear that passion, that love of their work really come through. Um, The other thing is drive, like how is that person going to make an impact or affect change in this next role? And the third I would say is um, having an authentic why, like why this company, why this job, why now? Um, So I'd say those three things are what hiring managers truly look for outside of just the expertise, years of experience, skill sets. So there is... It was passion, drive, and an authentic why, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I can I can see that because um, I, I was a hiring manager for a while. Well, really, all through my city government experience, and um, but I can say that towards the latter part of my career, and I don't know if you consider this part of this list, but I started hiring. I called it. Um, um, my the infrastructure set of skills and that you know outside of expertise that was you know like you said is the person is the, are they there for the purpose or the paycheck right um, that's exactly what it is you know yeah. and to try to understand you know because the job could be taught 
to a certain degree because you always have to kind of, you know, there's yeah. a learning curve acclimating to the yeah. environment and all that and taking what you know and, and applying. But, you know, if you are not there for the purpose and just the paycheck, then that will really affect your outcome. Right. So, I, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, not only that, it's a way to really stand out, right? Uh-huh. So people always talk about, oh, there's so much competition in the market. Um, so let's say you're up against two or three people that have a similar skill set. What's going to make you stand out is that passion, that drive, and knowing that authentic why and that purpose, to your point. Now, I think that, and I want to, you just reminded me about a um, an applicant I experienced about maybe six years ago now, and she was really good. She, we were, we had an executive assistant position open, and, but she called me like every day, twice a day, in the morning and in the afternoon, in the evening, right. before we close, like, you know, just asking, you know, I'm excited about like, potentially working here you know right. when do you expect to make the decision yeah and I, you know i wanted to say like the last call we had earlier the same thing applies that's when i'm making the right decision. right now so, there's definitely a fine line between passion and excitement mm-hmm. over something and being a stalker right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to really be mindful of you know I, I always tell people you know they'll ask me you know, is it okay? I haven't heard back from the company. It's been a week since my interview. I say, absolutely reach out. You know, I don't want you to, to ever feel terrible about reaching out. Um, but again, I think there's that fine line between reaching out, asking what's going on with the position, wondering if you're still a candidate in the race um, versus being that stalker type that's going to call every day or email every day. Nobody's going to like that. No, no <laughs> I did not like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, And so what questions should they ask when they call to make the inquiry? To make the inquiry about whether the the status is timeline is. Yes. Yeah. You know, I always go back to being authentic. I'm going to use that word a lot. Um, I think, you know, is there a reason why you're reaching out? Is it because maybe you're um, in the process of a couple of other job opportunities and it's really about the timeline, right? So if that is the case, then I think it's a very um, easy conversation to have, you know, which is either by email or by phone, depending on the relationship you have with the person at the company. Um, but let's say it's an email, you can simply write, you know, thank you so much again. You know, I really enjoyed my interview from X date with so-and-so. I'm in the process of another round of interviews that seems to be wrapping up. And so I wanted to just reach back out to see if there was any progression with my candidacy. Okay, no, that's excellent. Yeah. That way. And if, it, and if there isn't an interview, yeah. but you're just curious and it has been a week, I don't think it's such a bad thing either to reach out and say, hi, you know, it was a great interview I had on X day with so-and-so. I was just wondering if there was an update on my candidacy. And, and people should follow up their interview with a thank you of some sort. Why that's the first. That's the first, that's the first step. <laughs> what happened to that? Like, I, I don't know, Carolyn, you and me, like we grew up old school and right. I have to say, um, I have a lot of hiring managers that will absolutely discount a candidate if they don't send a thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So send those thank yous today. They're done by email. It's rare that you get the card. So it's really yeah. up to you. 
but I'd say at least an email right after the interview. Yeah, yeah, the, that the old way was the card, and there's still some people who send cards, and I have a good friend who swears on thank you cards, and and yes. you know, and periodically I'll send them. I'll try to get into I've tried to get into the habit of sending them because I think that they are impactful. I like yeah. getting them when I do get them. Yeah, um, especially but... by snail mail, right? We all love <laughs> snail mail. So right. like but... little kids opening up a yes. you know holiday present. But you know when you say snail mail, that brings to the attention that mail is really like snail mail today, definitely. And so your thank you note may not get there in time. So that's that. That's a consideration yeah. as well. So just go with email. Especially so, but, how fast this job market's moving. Yes. But so the point is, send a thank you note. Yes. For sure. <laughs> so, Do I have time for a quick story on that yeah, one? Yeah, I mean, if we haven't driven this point home, I don't know what will. <laughs> um, I had a communications position open recently, and nobody was sending thank you cards. I'm like, this is a communications role. Let's show that you can communicate. So... Thank you for letting me share that one. I thought yes, that was yes. But you know, I have had some experience where the communications person is not very communicative. Right. <laughs> That's a flag, right? It always there. made me made me smile. Like, huh, right. how does that work? But I think like if you were in finance uh-huh. or an IT role, yeah, or something that's not very traditionally um, a communicative kind of a role. Um, what kind of an impact that would make if you just sent a thank you note? Right, exactly. And that's always, it's always good to separate yourself in a good way, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Not the stalker way. phone calls, in but a in a good way. way. Exactly. <laughs> so tell me, um, so in this world today, interviews are so different. And uh, before I left my, um, well, the Previously, my position, I had applied for like a position that got interviewed, like the call for interviews, like six months later. So I had even forgotten that I had applied for it, to be honest with you. But, um, but I went on the interview because I wanted to like practice and understand mm-hmm. what was, what was happening in the world because I hadn't been in the job market in that way um, for so long. And Myrna, I had a started at 9 a.m. and ended like at 1. Okay. And so I was like, is this what was happening now? (laughs) So, uh, you know, and I guess it was a good thing because I interviewed with a long long list of people and then I got called back for a second interview with the second long list of people but then they decided to move forward with an internal candidate. But it was exhausting. Yeah. You know, but is that the trend now? It's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, I would say up until mid-COVID, if I can use that terminology, we were still, at least the companies that, that I've experienced working for, um, as well as, you know, I have a lot of uh, talent acquisition friends that work in other companies. We are all trying to work on reducing the amount of people that a candidate interviews with for many different reasons. And I think that in the middle of COVID, it became very, very apparent Mm -hmm. that if we didn't do that, we were losing candidates. Yeah. Um, 
another interest because candidates were getting tired, burnt out through the process. Mm -hmm. um, especially, like to your point, you had to come back for a second round. Like you're already there for hours, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, I have to take off a whole other day and yep. do the same thing. So especially people at the, you know, I would say director below positions, it's much more difficult for them to take that much time off of work. So yes, we were losing candidates. Um, also, you know, since, since, you know, especially I would say, let's call it last summer, we really started seeing the market pick up. Mm -hmm. And I've been counseling my client groups, my hiring groups. We've got to reduce it down to two interviews talks. We can't do three rounds, four rounds anymore. We've got to reduce the number of panelists because you know what? There's just too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. And I was reading an article actually recently about Google and they, um, they wrote something about how after four interview panelists it was a law of diminishing returns so they had a, uh, you could yeah. make it right yeah four people meet somebody you should be able to make a decision after that <laughs> exactly Why do you exactly exactly so law of diminishing diminishing returns and and also when you think about how much time it takes for those mm -hmm. interviewers out of their day like you know i hope you were just the only candidate but more than like three or five That's that they had to true. get through and so, I, I didn't think about that, like on the other yeah. side of that, that's like a whole week's worth of it, like time. Yeah, let's call it 30 minutes, mm -hmm. right? Times five candidates, mm -hmm. 150 minutes. I hope my math is correct. <laughs> that um, sounds right. Does it sound right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's why I'm in recruiting. Right. I hired those accountants. <laughs> but I mean, that's a lot of hours. Yes. That's a lot of hours. Yeah, and so, I would say now with COVID, I'm hearing people are getting jobs after a first round of interview with one or two people. I'm mm -hmm. really seeing the process speed up. That's good. That's, That's good to hear. For all of us, right? Yeah. Now, tell me, I know that, uh, so once once people are getting hired, I'm, I've been reading how the average, um, and I think, actually, I think I may have heard this from you um, on your, your, <laughs> your, your um, debut appearance, <laughs> yeah. that the that average um, young person stays in, in the job like two years. Yeah. So again, we're, you and I are probably more old school, but mm -hmm. you know, um, the, the days of people staying in a job five, 10, 20 years, mm -hmm. it's starting to really disappear. Um, the, the younger generation, I'll say, they're all about their career, their next steps, growing, developing fast. And you know, part of it is that the companies that they're working for, if they're startups, some are surviving, some aren't, right? Um, so they are moving on for those reasons because they have to. Right. Um, or the companies that they're with are 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 slow to de slow to develop them because of their infrastructure. They might just be so large that it takes a while in their organization to go from this level to this level. So they'll jump ship to get that next level. So yeah, I I would say it's not very uncommon for people to stay in roles one and a half 
two years before moving on to an another job. That, now, yeah. I was gonna say that amazes me because you're just finding like the restroom like at the end of the oh, first year. I know. <laughs> but um, I forget what I was gonna say. Oh, I was I'm gonna sorry, say I interrupted. Oh, no, no, no. I was I was just gonna say that you know as a, as a hiring as a recruiter working with with hiring managers, they still love the stability. So that's what I was gonna say is that, okay. you know, if you can stick it out, stick it out, because what it shows is that you have perseverance, mm -hmm. that when times get rough, you stick it out. Um, you know, you go through the hard times with the company. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, if the company shuts down, you know, of right. course you need to go find a job. Right. But it's, it's very, it's a, it's a very hard story to believe when you see people's resumes, you know, a year, nine months, six months, a year. At some point, it's not the company, right? right. <laughs> so you want to be, you know, you want to be very thoughtful around your timing. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because I was helping a friend um, um, source candidates for an executive assistant position. And... I kept seeing like all of these like very short time frames where people were working. And my first inclination was it like what I usually would do is like if I see like a lot of that, then I just put them to the side and I'll come back if I need to yes. or if I have to. But right. it was like everybody. <laughs> so I had to step back and say, okay, is this like just the trend now? You know, right. again, I, you know, I haven't been in the job market for a long period of time. And then, right, you know, when I hired people before, you know, I would just kind of like put those to the side in order to get people who had more longevity because, you know, being in city government, I was looking for people who had more longevity and were willing to persevere and, and um, stick it out. Right. But is that like the trend to like, so what, when do you say it's the, the person and not necessarily just the trend? I mean, honestly, if the resume, like I actually looked at a resume today that I was coming and hawing over mm -hmm. um, because she looked great for the job. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, honestly, it just has to come out in the interview. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to interview her. I want to find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd say to, to somebody that has a, a resume that does look like that, just be prepared for that kind of a question yeah. so that you have a good answer. They, you know, the answer needs to be authentic I always use that word mm -hmm. it has to be authentic right it has to be you know look you know I've, I've had I love it when candidates tell me before I even have to ask like I know my resume looks like I jump around a lot but here are the reasons you know mm -hmm. I was at this company for you know a year but then my my partner got a job in New York so I had you know so I moved and then I landed at a startup and unfortunately at that startup things crashed and burned, you know, after six months, the company had to go under. So being able to tell that story um, is important. And and now what I'm looking for right. is, is a home, you know, maybe you can relate it back to maybe one of your first jobs where you were there seven years or whatever it was, or, you know, I'm really looking for a place that's stable and this company, and I've done a lot of research on you guys, and, and it looks like the financials look strong, looks like people are happy working there. I've looked, I've looked at reviews on Glassdoor, et cetera, et cetera. And 
this is really where I could see myself staying a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, that's good. Good advice. Um, because I think that it's important to have to come in when, when especially like the, that question that everyone gets is tell me something about yourself right. and you know that's the perfect time to open with that that story right. and to help frame the conversation and put the person you're interviewing with at ease be, you know because I know I've been in a position where the person was like the perfect candidate but it's like they had a job every six months felt like you know it's like what's wrong with this person exactly (laughs) it's it's like we want to give them the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. right so so as hiring managers you know we want to give people the benefit of the doubt and then i think all we're asking for is for that authenticity around hey here's what's been going on in my life and here's Mm -hmm. how i want to be different right would that Perfect. sell you, Carolyn? Would you would you would you interview that person after that? <laughs> yes, I would. I would because I think that you know it would help me to just kind of put things in perspective and be more open to hearing like what happened and understanding that life happens and right. you know right. Um, I, I, yes, yeah. I would. Yeah. Um, for those parents out there, I have another story. Gosh, I have so many stories. <laughs> Okay. This is perfect. Great. Um, so I have a pretty tough hiring manager in a good way. Like she's sharp, right? Like nothing gets past her. Mm-hmm. And the role that she was looking for required some very technical skills. This is a legal role. And I happened to find somebody that I looked for because it's a very niche role. So I'll go out and find people with that kind of a background. Mm-hmm. That's a... That's a um, a little clue to all you out there. Like, keep up your LinkedIn. Keep yes. it active. Keep it. <laughs> Definitely. Keep it I found this 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 great attorney um, who had the skill set, you know, and um, she it looked on LinkedIn like she hadn't worked in in six years, and I thought. I want to know. Like, I want to know what she's been doing for the last six years. Maybe she hasn't updated her LinkedIn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to her and it turned out um, she had one child after the other. So Mm -hmm. she had planned to stay home, but then she got pregnant again. So she stayed home. And then she, um, one of the children had a disability. Mm -hmm. And then, and so she stayed home a little bit longer. And then right when she was ready to go back to work, COVID hit. Ah. So, you know, Fast forward to 2020 when she was getting ready to look again, COVID hit, homeschooling, she needed to transition immediately to homeschooling, right? Yeah. So, I mean, my heart was like, this woman, <laughs> right? Like, she's I'm a mom, trying. she's yeah. trying, like, I get it. So, um, I pitched her to the hiring manager and she's like, I love her. Wow. Yeah. She's like, so yeah, so, so kind of goes back to just be authentic tell yeah, your story and exactly yeah great great outcome that is a great outcome that is now tell me um so we were we let's shift over to like the applicant is there a especially if you're going for a leadership role is there any particular way that they should prepare to to demonstrate their leadership in other ways than, you know, 
I understand one plus one equals two. Mm. I, I got that covered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to yell at the person and tell them one plus one equals two. I don't want that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for leadership roles, um, you know, I, I think this this goes for anybody, but particularly with, with leadership roles, is is companies or hiring managers want to know that you've done your research. So, so I always think about it like preparing for high school finals, right? Like right. your finals are a week from now, right? Usually with leadership positions, they're not scheduled for the next day, right? Those mm-hmm. interviews, you right. have about a week. Because you're you're also typically interviewing with leaders in the organization, mm-hmm. so you have a week. So take that week as if you're studying for finals. Mm. So understand who you're meeting with. You know you need to know first last names, what those profiles look like, um, maybe what those leaders have done in their experience that has changed an organization for the good mm-hmm. um, and also you know do your research on the company the history read the headlines I mean maybe that's the biggest tip yeah. here right read the headlines <laughs> um, I had a candidate the other day say to me I heard you know the company you worked for got bought by another company I'm like I didn't hear that <laughs> You know, so I, I Googled it and it turned out he was reading like an April Fool's, you know. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'd say read the headlines, but, you know, make sure they're, they're from a reputable, yes. legitimate source, <laughs> right? Reputable, legitimate source. Um, and then, and then you know, create your own headline, right? So, so the company, you know, whatever role that is, like, let's say, you know, it's a... a I don't know, I'm putting some things out there. Um, a role around sustainability, mm-hmm. um, or a role around diversity, equity, and inclusion, or a role around operations. Um, what is the company, what is the company's headlines around what's been happening in their business? Mm-hmm. Okay, now think about what you've done in your past experience that really creates your headline. If you were gonna be the topic of a news article, uh. you know. What have you done? And that could be in your last role. It could be what you've done personally outside in a non-for-profit or um, philanthropic kind of a way. It's interesting you say that because um, I have a technique where I will, like, especially when I was, um, the last position that I had interviewed with, it was a, a really large role and I created a press release that I said that, you know, that in my mind they would use to introduce me. Yeah. And, and it did help me to like fold in my experience and why I'm there. Right. So I was all ready for them. That is great. <laughs> no, see? You're, you're already, you're a leader. So, you know, I, I, and I think that's important as well, because when I was on the hiring side, uh, I worked for, um, I worked for the mayor and city council for like 25 years. So when I worked for um, a particular, uh, the last council president, the, I love when people, he, he was a big um, supporter of like seniors and youth. 
And I love when people came in and talked about like, or made some reference to that. That told me that they, you know, at least went to the website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I think that is important to do the research. And I'm glad to know that that is still in style, even though the thank you card, the note is dwindling, but. <laughs> I think that companies want to hear, you know, if, depending on 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 your on the role you're going for and mm-hmm. what's happening in the company, you know, how is their purpose aligned with your purpose, mm-hmm. right? And that could be the company's purpose. It could be the job purpose. You know, mm-hmm. what is that headline? Yes. Yes. No, this is excellent. Excellent. I'm sure a lot of people are getting some value out of this because I think especially during the, as they, the great resignation. Yes. And, you know, I've, I've been saying to like some, especially my clients turn, let's turn the great resignation into like the great reassessment, the great, you know, realignment because it can benefit both sides you know it's not just employees looking to um understand how to not be burned out in a job or um not feel like you know 24 hours in a day is like never ever enough um but it's also a time for employers to just take a look at how they're operating in this new work environment and you know building in some flexibilities that people can actually live in the world that we live in now or operate in the world that we live in now i think it's a very special time right now it is Mm -hmm. exciting Mm -hmm. i think companies to your point like are are really exploring those different options and they're trying to figure out how do we take that professional world for the employee and their personal world and just you know intertwine them so that people feel like they can tackle both and they're not um and and they're not uh what's the word like they're not uh sacrificing Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. over the other you know and that's something i think you know that that i don't know how it's been for you during the pandemic girl i'm gonna assume it's it's been very similar is that we've all tried to find this new balance and Mm -hmm. it was it got worse yeah. getting better right yeah i mean my husband was like do i need to send you somewhere for help and i was like i think so i mean <laughs> i was like that professional you know but also i was the mom and my kids were at yeah. home and i mean i can't tell you i was like maybe i need to quit my job maybe i need to go part-time i was i was going crazy and and you know thankfully and like i said i've been hearing from other people that I talk to all the time, how companies are instituting change. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I've been hearing a lot of um, employees, well, leaders, people in leadership positions who have been experiencing just um, a lot of um, burnout just because of like the, the people leaving. And so now the the, the task of having to give other people who are there 
you know, who have, who are staying staying in the company, extra work, and you know, and some have been successful and not, or and some not successful, depending on really their level of emotional intelligence. I'm, from my side, that's what I'm finding, because you know, you there is a special skill. <laughs> to get work done through others, as I have learned over the years. And um, emotional intelligence is one of the things that, for me, made it successful and not as, you know, uh, um, I don't know, complicated as it can be, because humans can be complicated. (laughs) But, you know, I'm finding people are like jumping ship because they are just like being hammered. <laughs> with extra responsibilities and just you know, they, yeah. they I call it the the grass is greener. I think on the other side. Right, right. No, it's a very interesting time. There was, you know, that unemployment claims are all time low. Mm-hmm. Since, like, I think 2017, and that just tells us like people aren't even asking for unemployment anymore. They're just saying I'm out. Like yep. I'll figure it out. Like and, yeah. and you're right. Like people are exploring maybe their own career, like, Mm -hmm. like a, excuse me, like a, like an entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. type, Mm -hmm. you know, career. They're, they're breaking out to to do their own businesses or maybe they're just taking a break. Um, I don't know. I'm of the mindset, like, do you, like, do what you need to do, you know, if you can swing it, swing it. Um, I think that's what's happening as people have seen, like life just disappear, lives disappear in front of them. Right. You know, they are trying to understand what's working for them now. Yeah, hundred percent. And then, you know, the other thing, you know, the flip side of that coin is like, wow, there's a lot of opportunity out there. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if you want that next job or that dream job, like now's the time to, to go for it and apply mm-hmm. for it because, um, you know, the, the, you know, competition will always be there, but I always tell people it's not as, as great as you might think. You know, right, for right. for any one position we may have open, it could mean you know, fifty people are applying to you know, five hundred people are applying. But at the end of the day, the hiring manager, you know, or, or I should say, the, the recruiters that the resumes that we pull out, it's still only like ten resumes. Like, yeah, the, yeah. So so now is really the time to explore because there's so many open positions. And it's your time to to set your ground your your ground rules around what you want and what you're looking for. You know, be it you know, does this is this position remote? Like, if that's important to you, you can ask that question right now without being apologetic, right? Yes, that or, is true. That used to or, be a bad word. Right, it used to be a bad <laughs> word. Now it's a great word. It's like yeah. I was expecting that question. Let right. me answer that for you. Right. Um, so, so yeah, you can ask, is this position remote? Mm-hmm. Um, how's the work-life balance, right? Mm-hmm. People are very conscientious of, of employee well-being right now. So if the work-life balance isn't there, you move on. If it is there, you keep having the conversation. Um, you know, what are those important aspects that are going to help you feel really good about that next job? Like, explore everything right now and be the first ones in because... As we were just saying, there's a lot of people that have exited the workforce. So be the one that's like, hi, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. Yes. (laughs) 
Well, you, you kind of went into my next question, which was give us your best leadership tip for those looking for, looking to get their, um, the, the job and career of their dreams. Yeah. Best leadership tip I would say is, is know who you are, know what you're looking for and know what you're willing to, to leave behind. So, you know, my best conversations with, with people, candidates, I can use that word, job seekers, are people that really know who they are, that can say, here's who I am, here's what I bring to the table, here's what I'm looking for, um, here's what I'm not looking for, here's what doesn't work for me, can you, can you tell me how this job meets, meets, you know, what I'm looking for, what I'm not looking for, I mean, you know, in your own kind of yeah. way, right? Yeah, you yeah. want you want to be complimentary, you want to be positive, but you want to find out those those answers. Yeah. Um, it you know, I always I always relate, and I don't know how popular it is to say something like this, but I always relate the job search to, to dating. Like, yes. Right. <laughs> That's true. No, it's I agree. It's dating, right? It like, if you're the hiring manager and I'm the job seeker, it is a two way. Mm -hmm you know, conversation, right? Like, Carolyn, you might be assessing me for, you know, is she everything I've ever wanted in an employee? Right, right. <laughs> and I'm assessing, is Carolyn everything that I want in a hiring manager? And how does she, um, how does she uh, represent the company and what the company, what the company's position is on XYZ, right? Yes. So, yeah, I think it's really knowing yourself and knowing what you're willing to, to take on. And what yeah. you're not. And I would say on either side, you, 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 it reminded me of the quote by Maya Angelou, who says, um, when they show you who they are, believe them. And so it, I think that is that could be applied <laughs> on both sure. sides when, you know, if you sure. are, you know, if someone is late for yeah. the interview yeah. or, you know, you, you, you know, unless like, I don't know there's some extenuating circumstance then you know yeah. they may yeah. be a person that has a tardy issue and right. if you know there's on the other side if you have um the hiring manager is you know not paying attention looking at their phone and uh, you may have trouble just connecting to like understand and, and getting clarity on job duties right. you know or what's expected yeah. so right. Oh, I think so true. Uh, and you only have like 30 minutes to mm -hmm. an hour with that person. So, you know, it's important to keep your eyes wide open. Yeah. You know, and, and I know in this time that we're doing Zoom interviews, right? I don't know how many people have gone back to in-person interviews, but mm -hmm. um, taking in-person interviews for a moment, just thinking about that when we do get back there, mm -hmm. eyes wide open when you walk up to the reception desk yeah. when you walk through the hallways take a look around and what's the energy like right mm -hmm. right um and then with zoom you know i'll say that if you feel like you need more time with that hiring manager as you get closer to the end of the process ask for it ask for that extra time mm -hmm. or if you feel like you're still having a hard time assessing you know whether it's the right opportunity for you ask to speak to additional people are there are there 
are there groups that this group inter interfaces with often? Mm -hmm. You know, is there is there somebody in the team that you would like the chance to to speak with before making that final decision? Okay, though, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, because it, it, yes, it, that's an easy. It's easy, you know, easier, I should say, when you are um, going to a physical location. But that's some good feedback on, you know, how things are today um, and doing all this by Zoom. And Zoom is not necessarily doomed, but Zoom, um, you know, can it, it, you, it makes it a little challenging to get the feel. Um, but um, I think that that was some good feedback for people. So one other question, this, you know, we talked about, you know, just something we were talking about, but your conversation is so awesome that I'm like thinking of all these things. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, you know, I, 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 I scribbled some notes. I'm like, well, if there's time, maybe uh -huh. I'll bring this up. Uh -huh. You want me to bring up a couple of things that I just Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you again, Carolyn. Um, this is exciting for me. I know, I know you heard me one time and, and that was sort of just a riff yeah. situation. We're like, let's just talk, let's just do this. And, yep. and, and the fact that you uh, wanted to, to bring me on, I, I just wanted to say thank you again. You're welcome. You are awesome. I could feel it when I saw you and I was like, she would be perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, one of the things I wanted to bring up because I think it always sort of shocks and surprises people, and I have to say that that I am I am a um, a victim of this mm -hmm. as well. Is um, you know, for you women out there, when when you look at job descriptions, um, an interesting fact that that I and I and I see this over and over again. Google it if you want to. Mm -hmm. um, is that women tend to apply for positions when they meet one hundred percent of the qualifications. 100, not like 80% or 90%, 100% of the qualifications, right? Like yes. asking for a degree, have a degree. It's asking for a degree in in this, you know, in, in, in a particular field, you know, check, you know, or not, right? Right. Um, so many years of experience, so many, you know, having a particular skill set in an area. So. So what I thought was interesting is that women only apply if they meet 100% of the qualifications. Men, they apply if they meet only 60%. 60? 60! You know, I can, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm one of the women that like, if it's not 100%, then I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, that's probably, and I'll go to the next. But, <laughs> you know, it's amazing that, you know, men will just probably are like, well, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> They need 10 years, I got two, I right. got that, I can do that. Exactly. So, yeah, and I'm only saying this because, you know, I want to give women the license out there to apply. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I was doing some further digging around with that. It's it's not because of our, you know, some people say maybe it's, it's because women set high bars for themselves and they feel like, well, you know, I want to make sure that I hit 100% of those qualifications because I want to be able to do a good job. Right. right. It could be that, um, you know, we, we tend to take like the safer bet route is, is you know, a good way to think about it. Or mm -hmm. it's that as we get to more of those senior level positions, you know, we need more flexibility, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. we might need to leave early, you know, a day or two right. a week to pick up the kids or, um, 
yeah, so so that flexibility piece is important. So we tend to, to, to get a little nervous to apply for jobs that we don't feel, mm-hmm. you know, say what they say. Like there is right. flexibility, there is a flexibility. So, you know, I want to give, again, I want to give the women the license out there to, to apply and to have those conversations. Now more than ever, as I mentioned, companies yeah. are being more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of hybrid models um, being implemented where you're in the office three days a week or two days a week. So, you know, there's, there's that's a lot of flexibility right there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about having the authentic, um, you know, uh, honest conversations, I'll say. Right. And uh, yeah, if something is interesting to you, apply. You don't have to meet 100% of the qualifications, you just meet 60%. <laughs> It, 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 That's uh, your proposition. So, so you're, you're you should be asking yourself the question: either I can do that, or I've done that. Yeah, I would say so because as I started to allude, and, and, and I could probably have a whole another hour conversation about this, is that you know job descriptions they're either a lot more flexible than what you might think, or they might be more narrow. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Right. The only right. way you know is if you try. Yeah. And then you may get the interview, you may not. But isn't it better that you tried? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one hit, one button. Send, you know. <laughs> it's um, either yes or no. Either yes or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have hiring managers all the time that are like, well, it requires 10 years of experience, but I'll take some ahead stuff. But I can't put that in a job description. I have to pretend, <laughs> right? But then yes. I've other hire managers are like, minimum 10, really hoping for 12. So it's right. like, we never know. That is true. That is true. And I guess that, does that um, spill over into like the salary piece of things as well? It can. It okay. can. Yeah. And, and, and the other interesting thing, and I don't know how many people know this, um, but gosh, I want to say about five years ago, if not longer, um, certain states had adopted the do not ask past salary. Mm. Um, so if a company asked, well, what, was, what were you making in your last role? They would be fined thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. So as a blanket rule now, because more and more states have adopted these, um, this regulation, mm-hmm. as a blanket rule, most companies don't ask, what were you making in your previous role? Ah. So, the okay. only question they really can ask now is what are your expectations for your next Okay. Role? Okay. So, ha- again, know who you are. Right. Know what you're willing to accept. It's that Kenny Loggins song, you've got no one to roll on the whole <laughs> right, time. Right. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I really want, huh? What was that? <laughs> it's no one to walk away, no one to run. Like, <laughs> the whole right? song, right? The whole song. <laughs> I was all about Gosh, if they came back to me at 115, would I walk away? Maybe not. 
-hmm. So really my threshold is 115. But okay. I think it's it's good to to say, you know, to the to the person you're speaking to on the other line, do you mind sharing me, sharing with me the the salary range for this position? Mm -hmm. And they have to answer, you know, right. so 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 they'll say something like, Well, the range is between, you know, one ten to 135 mm -hmm. you can say great that's basically my salary range i was mm -hmm. hoping for 120 to 140 but we should definitely continue conversations so what happens if they say um that's awesome i was looking for 135 <laughs> wait if, if the candidate said I was yeah yeah because if they're looking for the top end is that does that oh, usually gotcha. pose a problem no, no, I would, I'd say no, because if, if they said, we're, we're, oh, then you can say something like, you know, I was really hoping for 120 to 140, so the upper end of your base salary is probably where I'd need to be. Okay. Okay, yeah. so that's a good way to, to phrase it. Yeah. Because and then I, you can go ahead. soften it up with like, mm -hmm. it also, of course, depends on the total package and benefits and <laughs> right. move on, move on, move on. Go, yes, yes. you know, move on. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that free parking you get, you know. <laughs> now, now your salary is like at 180, huh? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, okay. No, that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, companies are interesting. I mean, there's bonus, sometimes there's equity, sometimes they have really good health care. They've got mm -hmm. a good 401k. They've got great vacation. Mm -hmm. They've got the, the hybrid model. Like, you got to consider all of those factors but yeah you know i always tell people gosh i hope it's not 100 about the money like it, you know you got to be close right but if you're right. off by two three five thousand like is that really make it or break it like that's only you can answer that right right, right. yeah i mean it all just comes down to how much you need to live yeah you know? how much you need to live yeah exactly or or have going back to the and have some fun, right? <laughs> it goes back to your well-being too, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, gosh, I was really hoping for this, but the company only works four days a week, so I have that whole extra day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't That's know. There's a lot of interesting models coming out. My dad was telling me in Europe they're testing out the four-day week model. I'm uh, like, oh, bring that to the U.S. <laughs> yes, definitely. I would love if that was the case. That you know, when I was when I was in. Um, um, a, a, a traditional job, I should say. Um, but, you know, because I, I feel like you could get the same amount of work done, you know, and then you yeah. have a mental health day. Totally. So, and I had a supervisor like back in the, I guess it was the 90s, mm -hmm. which doesn't seem that long ago to me, but apparently it was. But, um, <laughs> long. I know. And so she would take like once a month, she would take mental health days. And this was, no, actually it was in the eighties. So this was a time where, you know, it was like in fashion to come to work with a cold, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. come yeah. to work, you know, work late, come, come yeah. in early, work late, yeah. work through lunch, you know, all that other stuff that is unhealthy. Right. But this particular supervisor, director, she was like, I need a mental health day. Way ahead of her time. Yes, yes. And so I always thought about that when I was, you know, working in city government and would get stressed and from all the, the um, competing priorities and all this other stuff. And I was like, 
I need to take a mental health day. Yeah. Now that I understand what she was doing. Right. <laughs> so any, anything else you want to share with us? Um, anything else? Um, I mean, I'm curious what your, what your listeners might be interested in, to be honest. Um, but, uh, no, I, I think that's it. I think, uh, I think, well, maybe one last thing is like, if, if you, if you're feeling stuck, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you, and you feel comfortable with the person you're speaking to at the company to ask for suggestions on, you know, how you could do things differently, or was it a, you know, skill set, or was it an interview style, whatever, whatever you can find out to, to improve on your interview or resume. So, so this that you is, do have success. This is a debrief if you don't don't get the position. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think, you know, I think I think it does take a little bit of, of bravery to, to ask. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can ask it like, listen, you know, I, I wanted to thank you for your time and I really appreciate you for reaching out and letting me know the direction you're you've decided to head in. But you know, just for my own growth and development, if there's anything you can share with me around how I could have maybe presented myself differently or or maybe a skill set that you think I need to develop open to open to just hearing just mm-hmm. just for my own personal growth no that's that's a good um that's a good suggestion because I think you know we've all had that in that that job that we really wanted didn't get and, and wasn't sure what happened you know it's like what did I do you you automatically blame yourself about something you did and which it could have just been something totally not even involving yeah. you. maybe the budget change or you know you right. just don't know yeah you don't know and the, and the other thing is going back to dating mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes companies companies save you from them mm-hmm. if that makes any sense yep. like I've had hiring managers say wow that was a fantastic candidate but you know, they need work-life balance. They got a little baby and mm-hmm. we work 70, 80 hours a week. There's no way. You right. know? So, so how do you, how do, how does somebody like me go back to the, to the person and say, sorry, you didn't get the job because we right. don't want to kill you. <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't want your baby to, to, right. you know, to, to have a vendetta against us. So, so sometimes it's, it's, they know they, they, they have other reasoning for why it's not going to be the right job for you. Right. You know, and they're saving, they're saving you from, from maybe a bad fit. Um, you know, I, I, I have another story. See, mm-hmm. a lot of stories. Um, I interviewed for a job going back to how many people you've interviewed, right? With mm-hmm. that one job that I interviewed with like five people. And there was, I, I had a great experience with four of those five. One of those interviews, terrible, terrible. I like this couldn't, <laughs> like I get along with 99.9% of the people out there. Um, she and I were like oil and water and we felt it right away. It was so strange. (laughs) Um, and, um, I didn't get the job Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I thought to myself, I have a feeling why, you know, I just, I just knew I'm like, there's no reason because everybody was like so excited, like, oh, we we should move you to next round, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, for, uh, fast forward a year later, the same opening came up. I got the job. The wow. person was still there. We were still oil and water. That did not change. So, um, 
you know, it, it made for a very unpleasant working environment yeah. for me. Yeah. And I ended up leaving. You know, I mean, for other personal reasons, and 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 this person, I ended up actually um, rebuilding our relationship. We kind of just put it out there on the table. We just put mm-hmm. the elephant in the room, and we were like, "Look, I don't think we're ever going to be best friends, but we got to work together." Like right. from that point on, we were good. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget that experience. That sometimes there's <laughs> going back to eyes wide open, right? Mm-hmm. Like want that job you really want that company yeah something isn't right you got to listen to that because yes. nothing is going to change so like yes. dating you yep. know there might be a red flag you're like that's okay this person's super attractive you know, <laughs> you right, know? Right. this is gonna work I know this is gonna work this, <laughs> this gut feeling that yeah something's not right here always yeah. go with your gut it will never steer you wrong Right. I am a total witness to that one. Good. Good. <laughs> that Good. We'll and need another awesome. hour for me to go into that. So we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for letting me share. You're welcome. So Marina, as we wrap up, tell me how you put more kindness into the world. Oh. Um, I would say that, um, I don't know. I love people. That's my, that's my, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my Achilles heel. I, I would love to get everybody a job, you know? Um, <laughs> I want to be the Santa, Santa Claus of, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> of job giving. Mm-hmm. So when I can, I, I do try to, to help people. I try to be very transparent around, you know, what's going on with their resume or mm-hmm. something that they could say a little bit better. And, and when I can, I try to do it before they go into the interview. Right. <laughs> Um, I hope that there's HR people out there that, that are also as comfortable as I because you feel like, am I going to get in trouble for something like this? But I feel like people need to hear it and I want to mm-hmm. be able to help people. And, and if I can do that kindness yeah. of, of helping them like, hey, I noticed you right. missed a date on your resume or you spelled the word manager wrong. That right. happens more often than you would ever imagine. Like people spell it manager, manager. Oh my God. M-A-N-G-E-R. <laughs> um, but they're, you know, I, so I think that's what we all need to do is, is mm-hmm. have, um, is give people grace mm-hmm. and, and respect to let them know that, hey, we're all human. We're all not, you know, we are certainly not perfect. Right. So let's help each other, like be as perfect as we can be. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. And you, you, we, we have a lot of stories. I tell you. <laughs> Are you available this afternoon? <laughs> right, exactly. Because that reminded me of that same supervisor who took the mental health days when she hired me. Um, well, I'll back up. The uh, um, no. When, well, when she hired me, she said to me, she said, you know, I don't expect you to be in this position for any longer than three years because it was an entry-level position and I was like what kind of job is this so she said I am going to give you everything you need to be successful and it's going to be up to you to use that information and those opportunities to move yourself forward and she did she gave me everything I needed to be successful you know I was a young African-American woman in a primarily um, um, white male dominated uh, association and she put me in the room with people I was 24 you know (laughs) 
<laughs> put me in a room with people, but it taught me, you know, and she did give me, you know, some skills and, and, um, and some training to, to, to present myself in the way that, you know, was representative of the organization. And, <clears throat> But it helped me to grow, you know, and she let me sit in rooms to watch things. And I learned about how to, like, not look crazy on a TV camera if I ever got on one. Yeah. I didn't plan to get on one, but, you know, but still, I, I you know, she let me participate in, in trainings and, and things that, you know, weren't necessarily part of my job, but exposed me to things right. where that I could grow. So, you know, that is what you do is, 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 is change someone's life, I'm sure. Because yeah. I, I'm still talking about this, you know, that was in the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get it. I, um, and I think that's why I do it is, you know, first of all, we need more leaders like her. Like, mm -hmm. we need to all just slow down a minute, right? you know, and, and we need to help the youth come yes. up because, yeah. You know, I didn't come from, now I'm gonna cry, I didn't come from a family of business people. Mm -hmm. You know, my father was a teacher, my mother was a secretary, and nobody taught me what it was, how to be in business. Right. And so I looked to others as mentors, yeah. and I watched people, even if they weren't my, my you know, mentors, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. My mentors, they didn't know it, but I was right. watching them, right? Yep. So all you leaders out there, remember you're being watched by the young, Definitely. you know, and, um, you know, I had a recruiter a long time ago help direct me and was very honest and transparent with me. Mm -hmm. And so I think I, I carry him with me, you know, mm -hmm. I carry, I carry that experience to, you know, say, gosh, you know, we need more people helping people. Yes. Bringing more clients. Yes. It, because it's enough out here for everyone. Agree. 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 <laughs> and, you know, lifting each other up is only going to be um, helpful to the world. It'll, it, well, it, now, first of all, it'll make you feel better. You know, it gives yeah. the person some, um, some um, inspiration to help other people. Right. And so there you go. That kindness, um, yeah. getting kind, um, building on kindness, building on kindness. So paying it forward. Paying yeah. it forward. Yes. Paying it forward. Yes. Yes. Well, Myrna, I'm going to act like we are actually on a podcast and not like just hanging out on the telephone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tell everyone, um, because this has been really great. I just want to let you know. Thank you. Um, if someone has questions about, you know, something that you've said, how can they reach you? Um, sure, sure. I um, I have a, an email address you can use. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little long, so bear okay. with me. Um, but I think it will make sense. Um, so info at rescue me Myrna. I love it. So my last name, as you were asking me earlier how to pronounce it, right. um, my husband is Persian mm -hmm. um, and in, in Farsi, mm -hmm. uh, Najat means rescue. Ah, nice. I've taken on. Yeah, that. that's, that's so, beautiful. Thank you. So um, my name is spelled M-Y-R-N-A. So it's info at rescue, R-E-S-Q-U-E-M-E-M-Y-R-N-A. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank well, you. Thank you for joining us today. 
and you know it's going to be a blast i can't wait for um my listeners to just hear this information and to get all of the the knowledge and listen to the stories that you told and draw something from that that they can use to take the next step forward or shine their light or whatever they want to do with it to make themselves um shine a little bit brighter in the world Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing, too. Oh, you're Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've been reading your emails. Yeah. I'm glad someone's reading them. (laughs) (laughs) Spreading goodness in the world. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So until next time, be better today than yesterday. Be better tomorrow than today. Bye for now.